Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. I'm reading this round's questions. Boy, that's exciting. I'm going to... Matt, we're not supposed to read ahead. Just read the absolute shit out of these questions, let me tell you. (laughs) God, no. Tim, I believe in the integrity of this show. That's why the only thing I'm looking at is a little notepad where I have my name written down next to the number two. Reminds me that I'm reading round two questions this time around. Uh, Next one is Sean. It's Sean's next name. Holy shit, man. Hell yeah. On deck. He's ready. In the the batter's box. Just swinging a bat with like 13 weights on it. You know, getting ready for that at bat. Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live from Sal's Pizza in Exton, Pennsylvania, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Listen, it's just one of the great pizza places from around here. There's uh, so many of them. When you think Exton, Pennsylvania, western suburb of, of Philadelphia, you think pizza. You think the Italians. <laughs> I Next think it's Swan's Pantry, but okay. Massive. Nah, man, they're gone. Toast. Down the drain, Swan's Pantry. Rip. Rip in peace to Swan's Pantry. Pour one out uh, for Swan's. Pour one out for Swan's. Pour one out. I mean, like, get something Into that's expired. Yeah, pour one. Yeah, pour one out for Swans, which is actually their business model, which was like take the stuff that's expired, pour it out into a different container, and then put it back on the shelves. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was the way it was. Everybody doing all right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Sean noshing on a noshing on a treat a yeah. second ago as we were oh, opening yeah. this show. Got some Reese's cups, baby. Ooh, oh, nice. Reese's cups. Nice. I need. I need to get me some of those. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Rich does need to get some of those. Uh, yeah, Reese's cups, man. The uh, Valentine's Day coming up, man. Valentine's Day, big, yeah. big stuff. It was a big candy holiday, second biggest candy holiday. So, so if you had to rank them, Halloween's obviously the biggest candy holiday. Um, what's the next candy holiday? Is it Easter? Is it Valentine's Day? Christmas? It's. it's I would say. Um... I'm not talking about probably. quality. I'm talking about like the most associated with candy. I, I would say you'd probably go Halloween, Easter, Valentine's Day, Christmas. 
Because Christmas is more associated right. yeah. with cookies. I can agree with that order. Yeah, yeah. that's a good power yeah, ranking. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 St. Patrick's Day is like the dark horse. You get like the mm. chocolate, uh, the chocolate coins and everything. Yeah, and yeah. But, uh, but there's like one. Specific. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, there's O'Reilly's Irish potatoes. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome everybody to the award-winning Brose podcast. As always, available on all major podcasting platforms. The premise of our show, Rich, Yay. is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a crisp, delicious glass of wine. So if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the air, uh, you want to email that question to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But before we get to the questions, let's discuss what we are drinking. Tim, I'm going to start with you. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Mayomi or whatever the hell you pronounce this thing is. Uh, Pinot Noir Mayomi. from California. It's got a cute little bear on the front, so I'm stealing Richie's thing about having animals on it. <laughs> Uh, well balanced, richly flavored, deliciously complex. Blah 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 blah. Jammy fruit, toasty oak. Blah 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 blah. Dark berry. Blah blah. Plush palate. Blah blah. Other words that uh I don't taste God. in this wine in any way, but it's delicious. They don't call him the best in the business for nothing, people. <laughs> Tim Hansen, sommelier. I'm the best. He's yada yadaing his way through every wine description. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Yada yada. Oh, sorry, hold on, hold on. sorry, good. sorry. I, big, big mistake. Sorry. Yada yada is a Seinfeld joke, Tim. Yeah, so, yeah. From the from the '90s uh, hit sitcom Seinfeld, starring Jerry Seinfeld as Jerry Seinfeld. That uh, sounds like a terrible show. The titular Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm saving my hot takes for the end. There you go, uh, Sean. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking Jersey Rose. Uh, and it is fine. I just popped on my aerator, and now it tastes better than it did before. But it's just a mediocre rosé. He's just a hoity-toity, folks, with their aerators. <laughs> You're yeah. right on the top of the bottle. Suddenly, I had fifty percent of the brosé podcast <laughs> unearthing new flavors that that us common folks, us blue collar folks like Rich and I can only can only dream of. Y'all need to get on our level. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, great. We had a wealth shame. My 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 Venmo is uh, Richie Dash Sweeten, I believe. Uh, you can just go ahead and send me the money for that, and I'll definitely get one. I don't trust you with money, so I'm just gonna send it to you from Amazon. Ouch! You're one of those people. You <laughs> get <laughs> so the pan, poor panhandler on the street asking for change. You just hand him a job application, like pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. <laughs> oh, that's not true. I give him a sandwich. Okay, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking Cavalier de Oro. It is a uh, French wine that dates back from 1480, and the figure that's on uh, the front of it is known as the Gold Knight, who protected the vineyards of uh, the Castillo uh, region. Uh, it's really good. I very much like it, and it was not that expensive at all. I think it was sub $10. So it's definitely worth a grab. Sub ten dollars, not bad. I'm drinking a 2017 Pinot Noir from the Pinot Project. I don't know why it has to be a project. It's just wine. Like people have been doing this for <laughs> for a long period of time. This does not have to be some some specialized system or 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 procedure that you're following to make this Pinot Noir. But I will say, uh, if I had to give the grade for this project, A plus. It's good wine. 
It's a really good Pinot Noir. Uh, you know, it's a weird name. It's partly why I picked it up. I actually picked this up a long while ago for no real reason because uh, we drink so much wine on the show that I don't typically drink it off of the show. And for a while, as uh, longtime listeners will note, we only drank rosé, which meant that this was immediately disqualified from any consideration <laughs> for drinking it on the show up until now. So I want to say this has been sitting in our wine cabinet for like three years, uh, aging gracefully. Uh, Matt, it's it's the uh, the Pino project because one person's doing all the work and everyone else is taking credit for it. That's true. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's, 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 Bill. This, that's just every major corporation. Though. This is exactly. One person doing all the work. Is that one and, person uh, Mary? Yeah, she does the work. We take the credit. Yeah, Yeah. this is actually. I didn't want to tell you. This is actually Mary's Discord channel too that we're recording on. I just stole her login. Uh, All right, I. We did everybody right. Yeah, Uh, I have the next round of questions sitting in front of me on screen. And again, brosequestions at gmail dot com. If you want your question answered on the air, Uh, you guys ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Question number one is, do you have any special plans for Valentine's Day? And what will you do? Hmm. Let's see. Valentine's Day is a Monday, so I will be playing Metroidvania games on twitch.tv slash B underscore one nuts. There you go. It's plugging, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nice. That's what we'll be doing is cross-promoting on Valentine's Day this year. <laughs> yes. Tim, what are your plans? I don't have anything crazy special. I'm probably going to come up with some something delicious to cook. That's probably going to be about it, since we both have to go to work. Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> all right. Yeah, shifting the celebration to... Uh, that's normally our move is like, all right, we shift the... If it's on a weeknight, we usually just shift Valentine's Day. We We celebrate Valentine's Day on whatever the nearest weekend is. Will you be mm-hmm. doing any of that? It's a good question. Uh, for if I was a person who planned ahead on a regular basis, I might be able to answer that question, but uh, I'm not. <laughs> it is still January when we're recording this, so we have a little bit of time. I, yeah, I mean, you yeah. got two weeks. It's yeah, not really come, that much time. Come February 9th, I uh, I might finally come up with a plan. <laughs> That's great. But Tim, you know Valentine's Day is on February 8th. Fuck. <laughs> so, and this is my life, of, ladies and gentlemen. It's actually part of the Build Back Better platform. Is Biden's moving up Valentine's Day by six days? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're gonna rebuild America's crumbling infrastructure and also fuck with Tim's schedule. Yeah, a weird departure. That's why the stock market's been crashing. Is Biden's been making these weird diversions, like calling out Tim during press conferences. <laughs> Most people don't even know who I am. Yeah, I know. That's why everybody's confused. <laughs> what is happening? Nasdaq tumbles, the, Nasdaq tumbles today as people panic about Fed rates and also trying to figure out who the hell Tim Hansen is. <laughs> uh, Sean, Valentine's Day plans this year? Um, I don't think we have anything really special planned. I'll probably, you know, pick up a little gift, a little something, something, some candy. And I'll usually give Jake and Alice like a small little heart thing, too. Um. But other than that, not really, because we have we have kids, and anyone who could be watching them was is also going to be doing Valentine's Day stuff. So, mm. you know, it's hard. We mm-hmm. we're probably just going to hang out, chill. Maybe we'll watch a rom com. Watch Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the OG. See, as rom com has got the best of both worlds, because you got the romance and the comedy. 
Mm-hmm. See, it's almost like the perfect movie. Mm-hmm. It's designed in a lab like that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Has seen these rom coms? <laughs> I'm just gonna do. Norm, I'm just gonna do Norm Macdonald for the rest of the night. Or rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rip. You guys ever do that? <laughs> you guys ever do that? You see these uh these rom coms? So you get the rom, and then you get the com. <laughs> who, who even does that anyway? Um, <laughs> How long is it gonna be before all of our references are uh, just followed up with a rest in peace comment? <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, God, so sad. Oh, man. I it's... can't even say boom anymore without immediately looking to the sky and pointing to John Madden. Um, wow. So uh, for Valentine's Day this year, uh, my wife and I have very special plans, which is we plan to have a, a brief five-hour getaway uh, for a, something that we like to call a virtual birthing session uh, where we learn how to deliver a child. Oh, uh, hell yeah. So we're doing that uh, virtually. So we're learning how to do that and you know, all the breathing and everything like that. It's five hours long. It's on a Saturday. It's awesome. Uh, But it was when it was available. And it is an important skill (laughs) that we have to learn. So so we'll be doing that. And then I'll probably make dinner. I mean, usually that's the way it has been the last couple of years in in COVID times. Pre-COVID, we, uh, you know, we, you know, get a a reservation somewhere, restaurant nearby, like Capitol Grill or like Seasons 52. Fancy, I know uh and uh and go there but i'll probably may i'll probably make something at home maybe uh last year i made a steak Ooh, maybe i'll make uh nice. pan fried noodles this year like real nice pan fried noodles like not just the the cheap like low man you just toss a pan like they get like the bunch like the hong kong noodle bunch and do that everybody out there everybody out there that's romantic that's actually my wife's favorite meal <laughs> this is not just really picky. Like, you know what? I love you so much. I'm going to make this fit. I'm downgrading you from a New York strip steak to like Chinese takeout, but made at home. <laughs> She's going to love it. Yes, she damn well better. <laughs> uh, any other plans, guys? Anything special you guys are going to do on Valentine's Day? Or no, I'm not a huge fan. Valentine's Day. Valentine's no. Day, I'm not a big fan of it. No. I just think it's like not to. I think it's cliche to be like it's it's just fucking sellout, but that's how I feel about it. Yeah, it's, you guys know that Hallmark just made it up, right? Yeah, like Hallmark, the car company. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they just did it to sell cards. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that's fine. yeah. I'm 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 kind of in the same boat with Sean, mostly due to the fact that. Uh, essentially i'm forever alone and during the pandemic it's hard to find and a, a a partner and so it's just over the past few years it's uh, like i hate to say it, like every time we have these valentine's day episodes or the episodes around valentine's day i like when i see the questions it was like oh this is gonna be the episode i don't talk a lot okay <laughs> because like generally i don't have uh, valentine's plans Mm-hmm. Well, except for Metroidvanias. Except for Metroidvanias, because it happens to yeah. fall on a on a on a Monday. Yeah, Metroidvania Monday. Yeah. Just play Hollow Knight for six hours on Valentine's Day, and then honestly, it's, that's actually probably better than like ninety five percent of Valentine's Day. It's it's, it's going to be Ori in the Blind Forest. I'm done with Hollow Knight for now. Uh, Ori, okay, all right, all right. But is Hollow Knight done with you? Yeah. Uh, I, I pro- no, I still have so much more left to do. But fuck fighting that the, the radiance—that's the worst fight in the world. I hate it. <laughs> I just hate it. I'll never do that again. 
What's the most romantic song you can think of? It's the next question, by the way. Question number two. Session two. Uh, no. Session 59. Can I, can I put the helmet in? <laughs> the helmet by Joe Budden. <laughs> the most romantic song of all time. The 45 second ode to going out, driving out for a booty call. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's romance. It's definitely romantic. <laughs> it is romantic. Yeah. Look, what's more romantic than consent? And what's more consensual than asking somebody if they can put the helmet in? Uh, <laughs> see, it's, I, I, Joe Budden, modern feminist. Um, <laughs> what is the most romantic song you can think of, everybody? I... I really can't think of any. Um, I don't think I really listen to a lot of them. You know what? The only thing that's coming to my head because I listened to her earlier is Call Me Maybe. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's that's really the only thing I can think of right now. The most romantic I, song. Or, 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 or Good For You, maybe. I, I don't really know if that could be considered romantic. So No, it, it can't. Not <laughs> at all. It's, it's like, like anti-romance. Yeah. It is, yeah, it is absolutely anti-romance. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess Call Me Maybe is the only thing I can think of. Because, like, I don't, I don't listen to a lot of romantic songs, or at least if I were to listen to a romantic song, I don't think of it in that sense. Because, like, I don't really analyze a lot of songs to think about like what this fully is about i just listen to the music and then if i like it i like it kind of thing so i don't recognize if i do have a lot of romantic songs in my playlists see i'm kind of i mean there's a lot of them but the two first two that came to mind are uh amazed by lone star and good morning beautiful by steve holly or holy i don't know how to say his name but uh, good, good morning, beautiful is literally the 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 chorus say the opening lyrics are good morning, beautiful. How was your night? Mine was wonderful with you by my side. And when I open my eyes and see your sweet face, it's a good morning, beautiful day. And it's just like that's just so sweet. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty yeah. much the whole song is like my day is nothing without you. Uh, and like everything was dark before you kind of mentality mm-hmm. which i mean that might be a bit much but it's also adorable as hell that's a cute that's cute baby i'm amazed by you is a good one as a yeah amazed is such a powerhouse yeah. song and even if you don't yeah. like country you like that song like yeah there's no way around it this song came to mind immediately and I don't know why, because it's actually quite sad in addition to being extremely romantic. Um, but it's the song If We Were Vampires by Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. Um, and so the song is is a duet with his wife, who's a member of the band. And uh, and it's like all, mentioning all the stuff that he loves about his wife. But he's saying, like, it's not the, you know, dress that you're in. It's not the this. It's not the this. And then the chorus uh, is just a wallop. Cause it's like it's knowing that this can't go on forever. Likely one of us will have to spend some days alone. It, maybe we'll get 40 years together, but one day I'll be gone or one day you'll be gone. It's like, 
shit, man. <laughs> like, Holy shit, sucks. this is a dark it's, song. It's, it's, it's a wallop, but it's, it's such a great song, and it's the two of them singing it together, and it's this... The reason I think it's it's one of the most romantic songs I've ever heard is just like it is not because ju- it's he's saying it's not just all this stuff that I love about you. It's knowing that, you know, it, it, it's knowing that there's a cap on it and it's knowing to cherish every moment because at some point one of us will not have the other. And, you know, we want to create a life that's worth living through that. So uh, either that or this guy's in love with you by freaking Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass written by Burt Bacharach. <laughs> that song's that song's just fucking great. It's a simple little love song. Sean. Um I think uh I'm gonna go with The Luckiest by Ben Folds. Ooh, that's a good choice too. That's a it's a good good song. That was our that was Mary and my wedding song, like our first dance mm-hmm. song. So Mm. Not to brag or anything, but we got romance on lock. <laughs> yeah, dude, slam dunk with Ben Folds, baby. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Any other romantic songs you guys can think of? Um, one that I listened to because of the Taste Fakers podcast was "He Stopped Loving Her Today" by George Jones. Oh God, Ooh. dude. Dude, loved her till he died. Yeah. Beautiful song. He shot it, shot him down. And then uh, just 50 years later, he's still like, nah, still love her. Yeah, that song is, uh, that song is a bruiser. Yep. Mary, one, I was listening to it. Like, I just, I just told Alexa to play George Jones songs. And that was the first one that came up because I was yeah, changing, yeah. I was changing Alice and I just put music on while I'm changing her. And Mary heard it over the baby monitor and was like, yeah, and was like, "Why are you listening to the saddest song in the world?" And <laughs> then that spoken word part in the middle is like, you know, he came to she came to see him one last time, and the smile adorned his face. <laughs> He's in his casket. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good one. That's a good pick. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. I, uh, I, the next, go I ahead, tried. Go ahead, I tried to come up with another one, and like the lyrics, it goes. Uh, I like it goes like listen well will you marry me and it's the suffering from from coheed but then I looked it up and that's a breakup song so no that's <laughs> yeah, not yeah. a romantic song at all it's one not of my great. favorite songs from them but it is not romantic Claudio Sanchez coheed and Cambria wrote an entire album about him breaking up with his girlfriend who he eventually married uh and so now they're the, one of the most well-known albums is the one just to listen to all the time where it's just him ripping on her <laughs> for like 14 songs <laughs> oops have you have you uh listened to cut the cord yet that came out a few yeah. weeks ago it's a yes, really I good have, song yeah. that's a very emotional song it is yeah it's good it's good good musically coed's in a good groove right now coed's in a good groove yeah should platonic valentines for adults be a thing sure yeah i don't care i mean fine <laughs> you just, you mind your own business and i'll, I'll mind yours like, I, so I, you, you, you want to have a platonic valentine go for it man like i guess whatever makes you happy yeah well I, I, I mean if you're just looking for companionship on valentine's day i mean sure i mean a platonic valentine i mean i guess the idea is you you not uh, it's just it's exactly what it sounds like. It's going out with somebody of of you know your your sexual preference of choice and and you know spending a non 
handsy evening with them. And that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, you I know. mean, I I could I could get down with like if 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 and it doesn't even necessarily have to be uh, like uh, a a female. It could be a male, just two friends going out having a Valentine's because they don't have anybody else to have a Valentine's with. Yeah, like, just two dudes. It's just just two dudes, two <laughs> girls, two dude, two dude and a girl. Yeah. Any 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 combination. Uh, like two dudes hanging it, out, th- watching Great British yeah. Bake Off. Yeah, exactly. It, there doesn't have to be any <laughs> any form of like um, attraction, like like or want for a yeah. relationship. If they're just two people who don't have a Valentine, and they're like, "Well, I've got nothing to do, and I've got nothing to do, and everyone else we know has stuff to do." Why don't we yeah. just do like I could I could get behind this this this, this totally because like like I said earlier it's Valentine's Day for someone who has been alone as long as I have it just it does tend to hit a little hard every whenever it comes around it's just like I want sometimes I do want to do stuff and I've got no one to do anything with because everyone because it's a day where everyone spends time together and I, it, yeah it just it's so like this is this is a, an, an interesting concept. And I could be down for it. That's a good perspective. I guess it, it to me, it kind of comes from like, what is your view on Valentine's Day to begin with? Because if you're someone who's just like, I, I kind of think Valentine's Day is stupid, or like, I don't want it to be a romantic thing, then literally you're just hanging out with your buddies, at which point, why bother calling it a Valentine's thing? But Richie, that, that's a great point. Like, if you want Valentine's to be a thing, but I guess I'm still kind of, I mean, if you're still just kind of hanging out with somebody, then it's just friends. I, I don't know. That's just, I, I, I don't get it, but that doesn't mean it can't be a thing. I mm-hmm. guess is my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you really, I mean, <laughs> yeah, whatever floats your boat. Like, we just got done talking about how the holiday is not, uh, it's not exactly like rooted in anything like as far as anything outside of the commercial angle for it. So look, turn into whatever you want. You want to hang out with just a friend or like, Hey, you know, you want to have a, a go on a, like a genuine date with somebody, but it's not, you know, I guess it defeats the purpose of the platonic thing. Even if you're not getting physical or anything like that, like do, do whatever you want. It <laughs> makes you happy. It's, it's like, there's, there, there are, some like they did it in How I Met Your Mother, but there are other shows that have done it where it's like, oh, never two... mind. If it was in that show, forget it. <laughs> well, no, it's the the two. Like, uh, what I'm trying to write is like the two characters will go up to each other and they'll make it. If, if once we're forty, neither of us are married, we'll get married. It's one of those things. It's no, just it like, is. well, it's if neither of us have a date, let's hang out together. Let's just do it. And it's it is more for the people who want Valentine's Day to be a thing. I'm I'm in the area of. Valentine's Day is stupid and I hate it, but it's also, it still does bring me a little down every year. Even though I hate the concept of it, I still, because I've never really had a Valentine, I've still kind of wanted at least once kind of thing. Have you guys seen uh, How I Met Your Father? No. It's oh, out. boy. Uh, yeah, it is I watched. Bad. Uh, I, I watched. We got 15 minutes in. Could not. Hillary Duff's in it. And that was fun. Uh, but I got. We got 15 minutes in. I was like, no, nah, this is nah. yeah, objectively the, bad. I'm out. The 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 mother in the future, and the whole acting in the future where she's telling the story to her son. That acting is so bad that I hate it. The modern day acting is fine. 
and the story is fine. But it's just that future stuff is such bad acting that I can't I can't really get behind it. Hmm. Yeah. Somebody's watching it. Uh next question is is Valentine's Day the most romantic day of the year? And if not, what day is it? Um Hmm. It's the the most romantic day of the year is whatever the first major holiday is that you spend with your partner. Because if it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, and you have to deal with all the pressure of the holidays and the familial obligations and everything like that, and you come out of it unscathed, that's fucking romance, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. You deal with Thanksgiving with all your family, like all your your parents and, and grandparents and aunts or all of their parents, grandparents and aunts. And at the end of it, you're still like, I still love you. So much. <laughs> romance, man. That doesn't mean that you like have to like everybody is supposed to like hate their in-laws or hate their, their, their family or spending time with their family or anything like that. But boy, that is a lot. There's a lot, man. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So no, Valentine's day is not the most romantic holiday of the year. Uh, it might be the most, um, uh, you know, uh, lustful holiday of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perhaps. Chocolates and, yeah, and uh, all those other aphrodisiacs and everything like that. But uh, but no, I'm going with like Thanksgiving, Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, I would I would have to agree on the fact that Valentine's Day isn't. I I don't know if I would say Thanksgiving and Christmas, but it would more so be the most. It's it's different for each person, and the most romantic day for, like for instance, Sean and Mary they got married in what what's your anniversary January the fifth or the seventh the seventh the seventh cut the fifth out. So the most romantic day for Sean and Mary is January seventh because that's their wedding anniversary. It could be January seventh. I'm not saying yeah. it definitely is, but like it's everybody's is going to be different. I don't think there's a set day for the whole world to be just super romantic. It's the commercialization of trying to sell greetings cards that makes Valentine's day is slightly more in the, in the, in, in the view of uh, media to make them push to make it romantic. In the view of big card. Exactly. Big card and yeah. big chocolate, big, big card stock. <laughs> <laughs> it's not there monopol- monopolizing the stationary market <laughs> whacking up with prices Tim is Valentine's Day the most romantic day of the year and if not what day is Um, I probably definitely put more effort into our anniversary and that was even before we got married so I think that's definitely more of a uh Romantic day, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, day, fuck big card. <laughs> there it is. You heard it here first, everybody. Yep. Uh, any other thoughts? No. Well, I think, I mean, for me, it it's like it's it's going to be a random day during the year where I get to, we get to be romantic because it's just. You can't. It it's it's almost impossible to plan 
for a holiday to be super romantic because mm-hmm. we have the kids and we have to like keep them going and everything. Yeah. But like, it's just going to be like a random day where we get someone to babysit the kids. We get to go out to a nice dinner and just, you know, it's just, it's going to be a random day. It's going to be like, you know, Earth Day. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody's doing anything for Earth Day. We're going to corner no. the market on romance. Yeah. Yeah. Arbor Day. <laughs> just like really getting worked up over the lack of ozone. Like, ah, yes. <laughs> uh, the next question is, how do you deal with unwanted romantic attention? And my, my answer to this is very simple, which is I haven't experienced this in quite some time uh so uh so my answer to this is going to be i guess remain as blissfully unaware of it as i have been for the last <laughs> several years um yep i don't know uh I, how do you guys deal with unwanted romantic attraction if it's if it's unwanted if it's unwanted romantic attention it's not i'm not gonna notice that it's romantic attention because i'm not seeing that person in that way and therefore i just Oh, they're just well, a clean I mean, there's, there's, there. Surely there are my, some actions. Right? My, my face, my or not my face. My head will just immediately go to, oh, this person's just a very affectionate, clingy person, and they're, which to me, I'm just like, that's, I'm okay yeah. with that. Like, I don't, I, I, I won't recognize it. I probably won't recognize it as romantic attention, and just think of it as like, oh, this person just likes to be affectionate in that or whatever like now if it's like flat out like straight up kissing whatever then i'm like and, and it's unwanted then that's a little bit of a i'll have to take a step back and say no but if it's like just like being affectionate and flirtatious for me i'm just like okay that's fine hmm. it's just how they are tim uh yeah blissfully unaware Describes pretty much uh, my interaction <laughs> with any uh, quote unwanted romantic attention because uh, I didn't realize it was happening mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I can kind of think of, I pretty much straight up told her, like, listen, I'm not interested. And then I like added an extra tidbit of just like, I don't want to be anybody's first anything ever again. So, no. Because uh, I would have been her first boyfriend and everything else. I was like, nope, not where I want to be at in my life. Bye. Mm. Uh, or it was a gay man trying to prove that he could turn me gay. Uh, in which case I said, thank you for the free drinks and the smack on the ass. But uh, no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the compliments. Man, college was weird for you. <laughs> that was last week that yeah. I did. It wasn't yeah. college. That was last week. Yeah, that's true. I miss those days, man. In the South, you drinks. do things differently in the South. Yeah. Oh, this was all in Westchester, bud. This is Moss. It's all Moss Mexican Cantina. Yeah, most of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean. Um, in the past, I've dealt with it. I think the best way to deal with it is just to be straightforward and like upfront. And I think it's, it's easy for us because we're guys. So we don't have, there's never like, 
I'm never thinking in the back of my head like this could go poorly. Sure. Uh, I'm just like, you know, yeah. I feel like I I can speak freely. It is almost like <laughs> with with few exceptions when it comes to straight dudes, it's usually like 99% of the time all it is is a stroke of the ego. Like yep. all, all it is like is it like the one benefit like yeah, if, if the the gender roles were reversed, yeah, it would probably be like, oh god, oh god, like you know, like, like the, the the typical unnerving situation that you might have if you're if you're a woman out of the bar. But if you're a dude, you're just like, fucking, still got it. <laughs> two arms up in the air, like, not the way you should react, but the way that you react. Let's be honest. Yeah, we did it for sure. <laughs> we did it. All your different emotions, like it's like Inside Out, the Disney movie. All your different emotions are like high fiving in the control room, <laughs> drinks all around. You know, you don't yeah, have I'm... different emotions. It's not sadness, anger, and it's all just pride up there. And, and it's just like, <laughs> yes, yeah. Everybody else goes home, and the pride people just have a party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question is: How long do you think you would maintain eye contact with your bros? Without getting too comfortable, or too uncomfortable, excuse me. Without getting too comfortable, to none. Uncom- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imme- immediate. Yeah, immediate uh, comfort. God. Yeah, Tim's like, yeah, Tim's like, yeah, <laughs> immediate, immediate <laughs> comfort. Uh, how long do you think you would maintain eye contact with your bros without getting too uncomfortable, Sean? It's it's not that long. It's like maybe fifteen to twenty seconds before mm, I start yeah. to like before I start to be like, all right, <laughs> we've looked at yeah. each other long enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same. I yeah. like I get uncomfortable looking at pretty much anyone in the eyes for an extended mm-hmm. period of time, yeah. unless I, it's like some sort of work environment, and then I essentially am forcing myself to do so because making eye contact means I'm listening for the yeah, most part. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Makes it seem like you're being attentive and you're not like playing Tetris in your head. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. No, Charlie the Unicorn did not bite my finger. Uh huh. No, he definitely <laughs> didn't. No. <laughs> yeah. That's... No. Yeah. The report. The report should be out by Thursday, as per usual. Oh, Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Probably, probably about ten seconds. Uh, not even. It's like if I'm if I'm out on a date or something, I'm still like. You make the eye contact to acknowledge, but then me and anxiety, it's like after about five, five, six seconds, I'm like, all right, look over here and then back and then back and then back. And it's just like, I, it's just, yeah, I can't, I can't do eye contact for too long. I just, I just, I just stared into (laughs) Tim's eyes on this stream, on this feed because he's staring directly at the camera or at the screen for me. And I had to look away after about three seconds. Yeah, see, I barely look at the screen when we do this show. I've been doing it for two, two years. I barely, I'm like all around the room, like, oh, look, it's Tim's. And, and like, I'm just looking at different parts of like Tim's room, and I'm like, I still can't like lock in on more than ten seconds. Uh, I got nothing. I'm, I'm like a cat. Like, you're not supposed to. I'm not supposed to look in anybody's eyes for more than five seconds, or like I'll get like weird and aggressive, or <laughs> or I'll start yeah. meowing. You know, this works like great for me because you guys are on this monitor on my left, and the camera is on my right. So it's like it looks like I'm looking at you. I am not. That's what I really <laughs> should be doing. Is I should shift over all the all the video of the bros over to my non-camera monitor, and then just be like, oh yeah, like I'm looking in the control room. Pretty much. <laughs> Any other? Uh, so we, we wouldn't look. We don't look at each other directly 
no. in the eyes ever. Oh, that, Sean, when did you get that beard, man? <laughs> <laughs> Sean has a beard. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that was just just unattentive. Like you don't have to look him right in the eyes to know he's got a beard. <laughs> just don't look that's, at me. That's at all. just that's just not paying attention at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to, to, to Rich is muting Sean's camera somehow every single time we do. <laughs> I just get a post-it note and put it right over his face only. I didn't even I know Sean was on the show so today. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was just Jake, his mature voice. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'd be kind down of here. Yeah, Jake yeah. has a lower voice than I do. <laughs> yeah, Jake's yeah. got like a rolling baritone now, and I'm not appreciative of it. <laughs> What kind of deodorant do you use and why? So we're sticking with the romance questions here. Mm-hmm. I use Old Spice Bear Glove. I had to look at the deodorant stick that I have right next to me to make sure it is Old Spice Bear Glove. Why? I, I just use, um, like it. I use Speed Stick Basic. And I use this in spite of the fact that one of my favorite jokes from Jim Gaffigan is where he says, you know, they have a warning label on the side of Speed Stick that says warning does not work. <laughs> uh, and uh, in spite of that, I can use speed stick because uh, it can get a just <laughs> inexpensive and it doesn't smell terrible. Uh, and that's all I'm going for is hey, on a per unit basis, I can get a two pack of this and it lasts me a good long while. Mm-hmm. And my wife is cool with it. That is a big thing. So if any of the scents I get are like oppressive to my wife, the one person who's to spend most of her life in close proximity to me, then I, I will do the respectful thing and dispose <laughs> of the deodorant uh, and get something else. But she is okay with the one that I have, or at least she has stopped fighting me on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good distinction to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tim, what deodorant do you use and why? So primarily uh, I've been using degree just because it's usually pretty cheap, comes in a two-pack, and it's like pretty much cheaper than almost everything else except maybe Speed Stick. But every time I do see Speed Stick, it's the gel, and I just burn through that shit like crazy. So it's like, I want this to last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so med- Degree Men's uh, Antiperspirant, which has uh, been great. But since moving down here, and I was going to ask this question at some point, and I always forget to, uh, did the price of deodorant go up significantly everywhere else, or, and I just moved in the middle of it, or is the <laughs> deodorant just stupid expensive down here for some reason? You know, I just bought deodorant a couple of days ago. Uh, it's the first time I bought deodorant in a couple of like at least a few months, uh, and I didn't even notice. I just <laughs> right in the. It's like I, I needed it, so I didn't even pay attention. So I'm just like here. It is. Like de- degree uh, up uh, when I bought it in Pennsylvania was like. Maybe two fifty a pack, or like a for per stick, and like the cheapest one I found down here uh, for degree was like almost four dollars. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? When was the last time you bought deodorant in Pennsylvania, though? Uh, right before I moved. Yeah, so is or like bit... a month or so before I moved. Yeah, I guess uh, you can blame that on sleepy Joe Biden <laughs> putting his foot on, foot on the gas of the economy too much, and now we've got all this inflation, Tim. Oh no! Including your deodorant is deodorant and lumber the only two two commodities that have gone up in price over the last six months as a result of uh, inflation. Oh I, no! I actually googled uh, has deodorant in- price increased, and I believe according to research and markets, it's saying it has. 
Uh, but this is a long website, an article, so I don't really care too much. But just a little blurb is, the region has witnessed an increase in percentage of consumers with knowledge regarding the ingredients presented in the... Okay, never mind. So it has <laughs> That uh, sounds but- like that has nothing to do with how much it costs. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the rent is too damn high, guy, except for it's about degree. I mean, just guys, guys on Reddit complaining about how much deodorant is. Yep. Although, Matt, I did just buy two sticks of speed stick, the non-gel stuff, uh, like, last week because they were, like, $2. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. Okay. Got in there. <laughs> Got in there, man. Uh, Sean, what deodorant do you use and why? I use Old Spice Swagger, the antiperspirant kind, and I use it because it smells good, and it yeah. keeps me from being so sweaty and gross. Nice. There you go. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, I think I just picked it up like on a whim once and I was like, well, this works for me and I'm never going to try anything else. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty much like me as well. After I got past my, uh, axe phase and grew up at the age of 28 and started buying Old Spice. I was like, oh, there's a bear on this one. Okay. It smells good. I'll use it. Rawr. 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 Axe body spray, or as I called it for three years in college, full body wash. <laughs> shower. <laughs> shower. Shower replacement. Yeah. 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 Sorry to Yoga, my roommate, for sophomore year. Uh, <laughs> what advice would you give to a young couple on their first Valentine's Day together? <laughs> Enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> 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 Hope you like your bank account. <laughs> Sap. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the only thing you're going to see the morning after is overdraft fees. Am I right, guys? High fives. Just, all right. All right. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I swear, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> what advice would you give to a young couple on their first Valentine's Day together? Uh, don't buy diamonds. They're not worth it yet. <laughs> Who's yeah? Uh, first Valentine's Day diamonds? That's a... Yeah, I guess, yep. I guess if you, I guess if you started dating on February sixteenth, <laughs> and then the next year <laughs> you're February fourteenth, like okay, maybe. That's a big investment, though. Yeah, for first Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. you gotta have Tim Hansen money for something like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easier for Tim because he can just go to his his diamond mine under his house and <laughs> t- t- just pluck it directly from the from the mine, straight out of the mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what other advice would you give to young couples on their first Valentine's Day together? Um, don't put too much pressure on yourself to like mm-hmm. perform. Not not like hell guess- yeah. Yeah, not like sexually, but like. <laughs> yeah, definitely not that. Cause I, <laughs> yeah, because then you're, you, you get all up in your head and stuff, and that's just yeah. no good for anybody. <laughs> but yeah. uh, like, I think it's just another day. This is really the big thing. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to make it special, make it special. But like, it's just a day, and you have 365 other ones to make up for it if it's not exactly what you want. Um, don't, don't overreach depending on what you're planning on doing. Don't go beyond your means or beyond what, uh, time you have. Um, 
just have a good time. This is going to sound like I'm contradicting Sean and Rich, but I, I don't think I am. Err on the side of making it a big deal. And that does not mean spend more money than you're planning to. That does not mean doing something that is outside of your comfort zone. But err on the side of, because this is always the, like, like it's sort of a trope, but I have run into this. Like, I, I, I've I've been in relationships where, you know, the, the other person says, oh, you know, Valentine's Day is not a big deal to me. And then three days later, it's like, well, where are we going for Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, oh, God, Jesus. So, so yeah, there's the, like just err on the side of like making it a big deal like whatever it is take it up like a step again it does not mean break the bank it does not mean you know take out a rewards credit card or something like that so you can so you can spend a lot of money or or do whatever it is or or anything outside your comfort zone but just until you've established something in a relationship where you're like, okay, we're not going to make a huge deal on Valentine's Day, maybe a small gift, maybe we'll make dinner together or something like that. But until then, just be like, you know what? Yeah, let's. we are going to get, I'm going to make reservations. That's what I'm going to do. That's my big move. If your big move is not going to be like, go to like a five-star steakhouse or something like that, fine. Make reservations though. Like do something else. Uh, bring a card, plant flowers, and then pluck them or, or go to the store and buy like, it's just something just do some air on the side of making it a big deal mm-hmm. without crushing the bank account am i right fellas <laughs> right, right yeah yeah right back to those overdraft fees yeah right. <laughs> yeah so you for working in banking in 10 years is every 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 joke goes back to overdraft fees uh the last question is, if there were no consequences, what would you eat for breakfast? French toast. French toast. French toast? Fried chicken. You see, my mind went to chicken wings also. <laughs> like, I just like chicken wings. But I eat uh, chicken wings a lot. So, I don't know. I, I would go for the fried chicken from, uh, what the fuck's it called? Smithfield's Country Barbecue. Ooh. It's probably the best fried chicken I've had since moving down here so far. Nice. Mm, Smithfield's. Like, wait, like the, the pork company? I think it's called Smithfield's. It's definitely not the same company. Oh, okay, it's different. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Smithfield's Chicken and Barbecue. I'm not going to blow it up, but my, my co-host on Taste Fakers, you get an employee discount there. <laughs> hey. Hey, yo. But you have to, but you, it's, it's, you got to have a scientific application for whatever you're buying. Yeah. Apparently, it's only in North Carolina. Oh, weird. Okay. Sean, what would you uh, eat if, if for breakfast if there were no consequences? Uh, I went to breakfast foods, and I would, uh, I would eat a Swiss cheese omelet and scrapple. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just seems it seems so good. Yeah, I miss yeah. I miss Scrapple. <laughs> Me too. It's uh, amazing. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. The moment I, they come out with Beyond Scrapple, Sean's gonna be the first person. To yeah, a hundred percent. I'm on that yeah. train. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna change my answer to a French toast and Scrapple sandwich. So it's just two pieces of French toast, thick cut, hollow French <laughs> toast with Scrapple in the middle of it. I think that one time, awesome. right? <laughs> I think one time I deep fried chicken in bacon grease. I would probably Ooh. eat that. Okay. <laughs> My dude, sounds awesome. No. 
I did. I did. I actually wrote this down as a recipe once and shared it on like Facebook or something years and years ago. And it involved like buttermilk, bacon grease, um, all this other stuff. And I put it online. And my buddy of mine from college was like, well, I'm dead just reading it. Like, just, <laughs> just flipping through the recipe and all that. Yeah, yeah it, would probably, it would probably be like fried chicken, brined in buttermilk, uh, and, and then fried in a skillet in bacon grease presumably i won't it, it would take a hell of a amount of foresight for me to reserve enough bacon grease so that i could put it in like a deep fryer or a dutch oven or something like that and dunk it in uh and also just the thought of having enough bacon grease to fill a dutch oven uh is horrifying so uh i i think skillet fry the fried chicken mm-hmm. and uh in bacon grease i think that'd be my move that brings me chicken back thighs to like, specifically chicken thighs specifically because those are the flavor mm-hmm. brings me back to like second or third firefly where uh we cooked breakfast and you cooked an entire package of bacon and then instead of dumping yep. the bacon grease you just c- cooked the entire package of sausage in the bacon yep. grease mm-hmm. you use every part of the bacon yeah every it bit was, of it it was uh the the best most um artery clogging breakfast i've had in a long so we, we did a lot good. of walking that weekend. We did a lot of walking that weekend. We worked it off. We did. We did. Yeah. Yeah. We walked from one stage to the other while holding like a margarita or whatever. <laughs> uh, that's good. Any other consequence free breakfast you would eat? I almost went off the board because I was like, I could go on a non-breakfast food and just be like, you know what? I have like a slice of cake. There's no cake. consequence. It's just fucking red velvet cake. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just can't get like, past fried chicken. Like cor- like a cor- Cornish hen with like uh <laughs> like sautéed spinach. I mean mm. pizza like I I do the college pretty much. Like anything that a college kid would eat for breakfast as he's waking up 5 minutes late for class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just which is for me like the remain like the, the the last of my Sam Adams that's sitting next to me where I fell asleep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mmm. And my yeah. bread product. No, no consequences. Right. Beer. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, <laughs> beer and vitamin tiramisu. Oh, I get a morning any. Rich, how you doing? Oh, uh, you know, I just it's a good yeah. day. <laughs> no, no consequence. Yeah, no consequences. You still get an A. Exactly. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, you show up. Are to you your first drunk class. at work? It's no consequence <laughs> breakfast. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You're fired. No consequences. <laughs> if you're that drunk at eight a.m., maybe losing your job isn't really much of a consequence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, that's the last of our questions. Anybody with a closing thought or a take? I could, I could do one. Uh, I've, I've, I had one, little, little, little up in my head, but uh, yeah, I can do it real quick. If you, if you guys will oblige me. Do it. Do I'll oblige it. him. Do you, will you guys do oblige, Rich? Yeah. I refuse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Go for it, Rich. <laughs> um, so, it's this is kind of timely to today because we had a huge snowstorm and, and a lot of the country was swept with the snowstorm. And I just, uh, this, this goes out to the people who complain about the people who drive slow in, in the snow. Stop complaining about people driving slow in the snow, because if no, they stop driving awful, slow in the snow mm-hmm. and get into an accident, then you're going to complain that they can't drive and shouldn't be driving in the snow because they got into an accident. Yeah. 
So all you're looking for is a reason to fucking complain hmm. and just let people drive slow in the snow and be safe rather than get into an accident and you complain about the accident and how they're shitty drivers rather than the fact that they're shitty drivers because they're driving slow in the snow and being safe. It's just let people drive slow in the snow. Just don't drive like an idiot in the snow, but go ahead and drive slow in the snow because you kind of have to. No, hard to disagree because this violates my cardinal rule of driving, which is anyone who's driving slower than me is a moron. Anybody who's driving faster than me is a maniac. So, uh, so as, as a result, absolutely, absolutely no part. It's hard, hard disagree with Matt Casnell. <laughs> I just, yeah, no, I saw. Yeah, I saw. I think somebody posted it on their Snapchat. They had a large, a long Snapchat story. I ended up unfollowing this person after the Snapchat story mm. of them complaining that, like, oh, these assholes in their SUVs are driving like little assholes because they're driving like thirty miles an hour on a snow-covered highway, and yeah, I'm in a Honda an SUV. Let's go. And they're Stop like, I, I, I'm in a, I'm in a Honda CRV, and I'm going sixty miles an hour, and they're assholes. And should be like, no, you're the asshole who's driving like a friggin' maniac, going sixty miles down a snow covered highway. Just don't do that. Nah, but that scenario, both people are wrong. You should be driving sixty miles an hour in a CRV. Uh, Hondas can't get faster than fifty five miles an hour anyway, <laughs> and uh, or at least the uh, the consumer brand Hondas. And secondly, if you're driving thirty miles an hour in the snow, yeah, just stay home. Just yeah. don't go anywhere. If you have an emergency, nope. obviously, it's not that bad of an emergency that you can't drive faster than 30 miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. so, 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 stay at home. Stay at home. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, just stay rock, at home. Rock hard disagree with Matt Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just laying it down, the woodshed disagree. <laughs> yeah, appreciate the take, though. This is no a timely problem. take. Yeah. Timely take. Uh, any other thoughts on the... Driving slow in the snow thing? Nope. Not really. Nah, be nah. safe. Yes. It'd yeah, be safe. But if you're driving an SUV, why'd you get the SUV? Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, you guys, true. Yeah, come on, man. That, that all-wheel drive isn't to take your kids to soccer practice. It's to handle the goddamn <laughs> snow. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, Rich, people people see any more of your driving takes on Twitter, where can they find you? At B underscore Walnuts. How about you, Tim? At Tim R. Hansen. And you, Sean. At hey, it's S O B. You can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M K A S Z N E L. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast. And it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. It's time for plugs, everybody. What's uh, going on with your streaming, your everything, Rich? Check out twitch.tv slash underscore walnuts for video game streams Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. As well as go ahead and go to www.one-quest.com to reach our uh, RSS feeds and social links and uh, the website in general for the podcast um, uh, nerdy talk show. As well as bonus action, the tabletop podcast where me, Sean, and a bunch of friends play Dungeons & Dragons. And Sean, when you're done with D&D, you go out and throw frisbees, yeah?
Yeah, you can catch me throwing frisbees at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it's OB underscore Disc Golf. I co-host the Taste Fakers Music Podcast with my brother Alex Casnell, where we take two albums from the world of pop music, find a way to link them together. And some of the connections are obvious, you know? Like, look, it's, it's a pretty clear connection between the Mountain Goats and Death Cab for Cutie. A uh, pretty clear connection between Faith No More and Corn. But uh, hey, what about George Jones and Craig Finn? So we were just talking about that uh, that episode earlier in the show. Uh, what about Cindy Lauper and Bad Cop, Bad Cop? Huh? Uh, we do those as well uh, on the Taste Fakers podcast. Comes out every other Thursday. Uh, if you enjoy music, if you hear good, enjoy uh, good discussion, in depth discussion about the history behind some of uh, pop music's greatest albums, you will enjoy this show. And Tim, what's going on with Anchor Persons? Greg and Gene over at the Anchor Persons. Anchor persons, I know how English works. Anchor persons podcast. <laughs> it's not easy for me to say. Uh, bringing you the hilarious news stories from across the country and across the globe that you didn't know you needed. Spanish art restoration, the podcast shopping network of the most ridiculous shit that you didn't see on TV. Uh, and finding some interesting and hilarious connections between seemingly disparate stories. Uh, if you enjoy our sense of humor here on the Brosie podcast, and you're going to love the puns and the timely references that uh, predate some of you probably, but uh, they're going to be hilarious. Get out. Damn up. kids. Damn whippersnappers. Damn kids. Damn whippers. <laughs> Not understanding my love bites reference. Like no one knows anything from the 80s anymore. It's sad. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, the, the 80s, man. 80s were, were a good time, fun time. Having lived in five months of it myself, I can say <laughs> concretely that the 80s were wonderful. I lived in a year and a half of them, and I can't say anything. So you have such a better memory than me. Do I do? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got. Bo- I was born, and then there was an earthquake in San Francisco. <laughs> That's how awesome the 80s were. Uh, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Bye. 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 For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. My name is Matt Kaz, and I'm reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. Okay. <laughs>